Let somebody shout hallelujah. Before we sit down, let us worship God with this song. You alone not worthy, Lord, to be praised and adored. You be worthy, Lord, to be praised and adored. You be faithful, Lord. From the ages past, that is why your name is forevermore. You alone not worthy, Lord, to be first and adore. You alone at worthy Lord to be praised and adored. You be faithful Lord from the ages past. That is why your name. Is forevermore. That is why your name is forevermore. I want you to talk to God tonight and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I am your presence tonight. Father, keep me in the secret of your presence. In the name of Jesus, begin to pray. Father, hide me in the secret of your presence. I'm in your presence tonight, O Lord. Help me to find your presence. In the name of Jesus, keep me, O Lord, tonight. Keep me in the secret of your presence. In the name of Jesus. Father, help me to dwell in your presence tonight. Thank you, ancient of days. In Jesus' name we have prayed. You also pray this and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I am in your presence, O Lord. I will not go empty-handed tonight, except you bless me. In the name of Jesus, begin to talk to God. Father Lord, I am in your presence tonight, O Lord. I will not go empty-handed except you bless me. I will not go empty-handed except you bless me. I will not go empty-handed except you bless me. Father, change my story tonight. Change my story to glory because I'm in your presence. Change my story to glory. Change my story to glory because I'm in your presence. Because I'm in your presence, O oh Lord, let my story change tonight. I'm in your presence, O oh Lord, let my story change tonight. I'm in your presence, O oh Lord, change my story to glory. I'm in your presence, O oh Lord, let my story change tonight. In the name of Jesus. 
In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Let us be seated. Before we go into prayers tonight, I want us to take a look at all the blessings that the Lord has promised us at the beginning of this year. Tonight I entitled Possessing Your Possession in 2015. Possessing Your Possession. The meaning the Holy Spirit gave to me concerning possessing possession is for us to hold or have or put in use what we have already gotten. That is, that possession, for you to possess it means that, yes, you have that with you, and at the same time, it is functioning the way it is proposed to be. Not only that, you have it to use at the time you have it. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Let us start from the book of Genesis tonight. Genesis chapter 1. From Genesis chapter 1, we read from verse uh, 26. Genesis 1 from uh, verse 26. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. From verse 26 to 28. And God said, let us make man in our own image. After our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. I want you to underline that word, dominion. In verse 27, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him, male and female, created he, them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. This is the original plan that God had for man. This is the possession that God gave to man from creation. This is the concept that God had when he created man. That they are going to dominate, that they are going to rule over, and they are go- that they are going to subdue. This is the precept. But man was not able to hold on to this for long because he was driven out of the presence of God. He was driven out of the garden of Eden, therefore he lost this possession. Therefore he lost this dominion. Praise the Lord. In this year, 2015, all the promises that God has given to you 
you will be actually able to possess them if you are in the presence of God continually. You will have the power to hold on to this blessing that God has pronounced on you if you are in the presence of God continually. That is, if you are not driven from his presence, like Adam and Eve was taken from the garden. Praise the Lord. You are going to pray tonight. First of all, you will talk to God while you are sitting and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, keep me in your presence continually this year, 2015, in the name of Jesus. Father, help me that I will not lose your presence in the name of Jesus. Keep me, O Lord, in your presence. In 2015, O Lord, keep me in your presence. Help me to dwell in the secret of your presence. Help me to dwell in your pavilion in the name of Jesus. Help me to dwell in your presence that I might be able to possess my possession that I might be able to hold on to what you have given to me this year. Let your presence, O Lord, be accessible unto me throughout this year in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Let somebody shout hallelujah. In First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 9, and Paul said, For great door and effectual is open unto me, and there are many adversaries. Just paraphrasing, because of my time, there are many adversaries. Like Adam and Eve had their adversaries, the enemy, the devil, came into the garden and deceived them. So also, whatever blessing God has pronounced on you, the enemy has placed an adversary. It is not left for you to say no. It is not left for you to grab onto it with the power God has given to you so that you'll be able to make good use of what God has given unto you. Praise the Lord. No matter what it is, the children of Israel were given the land, but there were Anakims, children of Anakims in the land, that are ready to take that land over if they are not ready to possess their possession. Praise the Lord. The children of Anakim were ready to threaten whatever out of the life of the children of Israel if they don't go with boldness, if they don't go with the weapon God has given unto them. Therefore, this year, you must possess your possession in Jesus' name. Let somebody shout hallelujah. The first thing you must take care of this year for you to possess what God has given to you is you, yourself. Let us open our Bibles to Proverbs chapter 16. Proverbs 16, verse 32. Proverbs 16.32 He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty and he that ruleth 
over his own spirit than he that taketh a city. Praise the Lord. The first thing that you must take care of for you to be able to possess your possession, all God has enumerated for you this year, is you yourself. You must be able to rule over your spirit. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 that to whom you subject yourself to, you are a slave unto. That is, if you, if you allow your flesh to rule over you, then you are a slave unto your flesh. But if you, through the Spirit of God, subdue the flesh, then you will possess what God has given to you. Let somebody shout hallelujah. For a quick recap, in, at the beginning of this year, from in uh, Leviticus chapter 26, from verse 3. Leviticus. Leviticus 26, from verse 3. See, if you walk in my status and keep my commandment and do them, then I will give you rain in due season. And the land shall yield her increase, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruits. In verse, then in verse 5, and your threshing shall reach unto the vintage, and the vintage shall reach unto the sowing time. And ye shall eat your bread to the full and dwell in your land safely. In verse 9, for I will have respect unto you and make you fruitful and multiply you and establish my covenant with you. Praise the Lord. These are many more God has given unto you. These are many more God has given unto each and every one of us this year. But it is left for us to possess it. Praise the Lord. It is left for us to possess it. In the book of Joshua, God made Joshua to understand that although I have given this land unto you, you must do what? You must go and possess it. You must not be afraid. You must not look at the people, but concentrate on me, the author and the finisher of your faith. You must possess your possession. What you need to possess will not come and meet you. But as the Bible says in the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 26 to 27, that you must dominate. You must have dominion. And the word dominion means that you must fight to do what? To be in position. To be reckoned with. That your voice might be a voice to be reckoned with. That your place might be a place that to be reckoned with. That is what that word is saying. Let somebody shout hallelujah. God gave us all these blessings. But it is left for us. To hold on 
to what God has given to us. As I said earlier, the first thing that you need to fight is yourself. The, the first thing you need to fight is yourself. So that when you win your internal battle, then you will be ready to fight the external ones. Because when a man is fighting externally and his house is not in order, such a man will not be able to win because he will lack concentration and his strategies will be failing. So that is why the first thing you have to do is to put yourself under subjection. Under subjection. Praise the Lord. John chapter 6 verse 63 says, It is the spirit. John chapter 6 verse 63. It is the spirit that quickeneth the flesh profited nothing. The flesh profited nothing. There is no dictate of the flesh that will ever profit you, but that of the spirit. So you must yield yourself to the spirit of God to control you. You must yield yourself to the spirit of God to take over your entirety so that you will be able to possess the possession he has given to you this year. I want you to talk to God and say, Father, I will possess my possession in the name of Jesus. Turn that to prayer and, and, and talk to God. Father, I will possess my possession this year in the name of Jesus. I will possess my possession. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 8 verse 8 says, They that are in the flesh cannot please God. They that are in the flesh cannot please God. If you cannot please God, if God is not pleased with you, then who is going to help you? If God is not pleased with you, who is going to fight for you? On whose ground are you going to fight? Like that songwriter says, I have no power of my own. Holy Spirit, come and help me. I have no power of my own. On whose ground are you going to stand if God is not on your side? Praise the Lord. That book of Romans says, If God be for us, who can be against us? So you must do everything to be on God's side. You must be, do everything this year to be on God's side so that you, God can help you to fight and possess what he has given to you. Praise the Lord. The second one I want you to take note tonight is absolute obedience. Absolute obedience. Absolute obedience. If you want to actually enjoy all these blessings, after this verse of the Bible was given to us, I really took time to study it. And actually, I, 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 I would say I covet that, that, that is written in there. And what my mind says is that I will claim all. And everything that has been written concerning this will happen in my life this year. Praise the Lord. I thought you would say it will happen in your life this year. Amen. It will happen in your life this year in Jesus' name. It will happen in your life this year in the name of Jesus. 
The first, the second thing is absolute obedience. You have to be obedient to every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Praise the Lord. Because this journey you have not walked before. You don't know where to step on. You don't know where the minds are located. You need the direction of God. He is the one who has given you those possessions. He is the one that will tell you this is where you will go and this is where you should not go. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What I'm trying to say, your obedience must be complete this year in the name of Jesus. Your obedience must be complete this year. I want you to talk to God and say, Father, let my obedience be complete. Before you this year, O Lord, there is no half obedience. There will be no half obedience concerning me, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. There will be no half obedience concerning me. Let my obedience be complete, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let my obedience be complete. In the name of Jesus, let my obedience be complete. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In other words, for you to possess your possession, you must put on the whole armor of God. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13, you must put on the whole armor of God. You must put it on. The one that has to do with faith, the one that has to do with the gospel, you must make sure you are operating in them fully this year. If you want to possess all this God has promised you. In Ephesians chapter 6 verse 13, you must possess your possession. And therefore, you must have all that God has given to you. Praise the Lord. You must put on the whole armor of God. And in in First Corinthians chapter ten, verse six, it talks about when your obedience is complete. When your obedience is complete. When your obedience is complete, God will judge every disobedience that is in your life. Even the ones that want to possess what God has given to you. So that is why complete obedience is very important this year. Let somebody shout hallelujah. You must have complete obedience. Then the third one is you must put your total trust in God. You must not trust, put your trust in God and in another thing. God taught me sometimes ago that I should always condition myself in a situation that I have no other option except God. That is when God is ready to act in my situation. That is when God is ready to come and say, yes, who is that person that is troubling you? When I do not have other options. As soon as you keep option B, you keep option C with God, God will not come. 
Because he says he will not share his glory with any man. So he will not come. So always condition yourself in such that you don't have any other option. And you will see God in action. And how do you do that? By putting your total trust in God. In Hebrew chapter 3 verse 16, 17 and 18, we saw what these three Hebrew men did. They said unto the king, Nebuchadnezzar, that if you want to kill us, you can do what? You can go ahead and kill us. Throw us in this fire, if you like, but we will not what? We will not bow. That is the kind of trust that we yield what God has promised you this year. Because the enemy will, will come and contest that thing to the extent of threatening you with death so that they can possess your possession. So that they can take that good thing God has given to you away. But you must be able to stand to the extent of saying, if I die, I die. Like Esther said, your trust must get to that point this year in Jesus' name. Your trust must get to that point this year in the name of Jesus. God wants absolute trust. Not to trust in another thing, but to fully trust in him. Praise the Lord. Psalm 22 verse 4. Our father put their trust in thee and you delivered them. Our father put their trust in thee. This is is a testimony. That our Father put their trust in thee and you deliver them. So I will also put my trust in you because I'm expecting your deliverance. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Lastly, I will speak on your prayers. Your, prayer, your prayers must catch fire this year. Amen. Amen. Your prayer altar must be on fire for you to be able to possess your possession. You cannot go out without equipping yourself. You cannot go out without having the right equipment, the right power. Praise the Lord. I want you to understand that this world that we are is a world of power. And it is the powerful that does what? That dominates. Praise the Lord. It is the ones that have power that dominates. They are the ones that are in control. So if you just come out like that, just without anything, you will be a prey. And I pray this year, none of us will be a prey in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. None of us will be prey to another this year in the name of Jesus. Therefore, our prayer life must change. You must make sure you you delight. Amen. You delight in praying. That prayer must be like food unto you. Some of us cannot do without eating three times a day. But some of us cannot pray once in a day. Praise the Lord. If they, if they check some of us, our prayer strength is like someone who is eating once in a week. And you know how that one will look? He will be very weak. He will not be able to stand. So, if you want your prayer to be as strong as you are physically, make sure, make sure you pray very well. Praise the Lord. 
this cannot do if you don't have commitment. You must have prayer commitment. You must have special personal prayer program. Thank God for the SLN men. Early will I seek thee. You can program your own personal ones. Like some of them I listed here. I shall overtake in three days. You, might, you can engage yourself in, in, in three days prayer. Not the one that is called by the church. That this, this thing that I'm pursuing, I will what? I will overtake it in three days. And that you do on your knees. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You can say to yourself, I will pray all the prayer hours in the day. I want you to understand, we have up to nine prayer hours in one day. Between eight and nine. Praise the Lord. You can decide to pray every three, three hours. Amen. You can decide to pray every three, three hours. For a period of seven days, for something that you want God to do for you, or something that you want to shift. Amen. You must set yourself and let your prayer altar be on fire. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 You can title your seven days in the place of prayers. Amen. Amen. And you can also title yours three days, enough is enough. Five days, enough is enough. If you are facing some kind of difficult situation, entitle it. And God in heaven that knows your heart will sanction it in Jesus' name. And you will begin to see marvelous move of God in your life. And you begin to feel that power that, yes, I possess this possession. The one that says the enemy will not exert over me because of your prayer life. Praise the Lord. Let somebody shout hallelujah. In First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 to 10, And Jabez called unto God. Amen. And Jabez called unto God. And God did what? Granted his request. Anytime you pray, God is always willing to grant your request. Let somebody shout hallelujah. I want us to stand up now because I want us to pray. The few minutes I have left, I want us to pray a vigorous prayer. You heard what our brother said sometimes ago, that you don't know what your neighbor is emitting. So therefore, don't sleep at this time. Amen? Don't sleep at this time. Don't sit down at this time so that your neighbor will not push anything you will not want onto you. Praise the Lord. Stand up like a soldier. Soldier stands and they, they possess their possession. We are soldiers of Christ. And tonight we will possess our possession. First of all, you will talk to God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. My place is in your presence. This year, in the name of Jesus, not in another place. Begin to talk to God. Father Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. My place this year is in your presence. My place this year is in your presence, not in another. In the name of Jesus, not in another. In the name of Jesus. Father, O Lord, my place is in your presence. In the name of Jesus. Not in another, O Lord. My place is in your presence. In the name of Jesus. I pray, O Lord, my place in your, is in your presence. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' name, 
we have prayed. The Bible says, and he will hide us in the secret of his presence, in his pavilion, and he will hide us from the, from the strife of tongue. That is to say, no weapon of tongue fashioned against you shall prosper this year, because you shall be hidden in the secret of his presence. And you shall be seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. You will say, Father, in the name of Jesus, this year 2015, hide me in the secret of your presence. In the name of Jesus, begin to talk to God. My Father, I pray. Father, in this year 2015, hide me, O Lord, in the secret of your presence. In the name of Jesus. Hide me in the secret of your presence. Ancient of days, hide me in the secret of your presence. Thank you, King of glory. Hide me, O Lord. Hide me, O Lord. In the secret of your presence. In the name of Jesus. Hide me in the secret of your presence. In this year, 2015. Hide me in the secret of your presence. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. You will say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I put my trust in thee. Let me not be put, let me not be ashamed. In the name of Jesus. Father Lord, my trust is on thee, O Lord, this year. Let me not be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness. In the name of Jesus. I put my trust in thee, O Lord. I put my trust in thee, O Lord. Let me not be ashamed. This year, in the name of Jesus, let me not be ashamed, O Lord, because I put my trust in thee. Because I put my trust in thee, let me not be ashamed. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. In Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3, he says, That we keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on thee because he's trusted in thee. You are going to say, Father, in the name of Jesus, my portion shall be a perfect peace this year in the name of Jesus because I have put my trust in thee in the name of Jesus. My portion shall be, O Lord, in the name of Jesus, my portion shall be a perfect peace because I have put my trust in thee, in the name of Jesus, because I have put my trust in thee, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you, King of glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. You shall say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. Nothing shall stop me from getting my daily blessings from you this year. In the name of Jesus. Begin to talk to God. Nothing shall stop me, O Lord, from getting my daily blessings from you this year. In the name of Jesus. My daily blessings, O Lord. I pray nothing shall stop me from getting my daily blessings from you this year. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed.
Amen. You shall talk to God and say, I shall not lack anything this year. According to your word in Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, you shall provide all my needs according to your riches in glory in Christ Jesus. I will not lack anything in the name of Jesus this year. I will not lack any good thing. I will not lack any good thing in the name of Jesus. I will not lack any good thing this year in the name of Jesus. King of glory, I will not lack any good thing this year in the name of Jesus. Thank you, King of glory. Thank you, ancient of days. Thank you, the lion of the tribe of Judah. I will not lack any good thing this year in the name of Jesus. I will not lack any good thing this year in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I will not lack any good thing. Father, you shall supply all my needs in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. You will talk to God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, you will make the right person to help me this year. In the name of Jesus, begin to talk to God. Divine help. You will make the right people to help me this year. In the name of Jesus. The right person will help me this year. Father, O oh Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. The right person, you will make them to help me this year in the name of Jesus. The right person, Lord, you will make them to help me this year in the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, King of glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 The Bible says that the axe is on the tree, and every tree that does not bear good fruit shall be cut down. You are going to pray this prayer for yourself vigorously and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every tree bearing bad fruit in my life, Father, cut them down tonight. And put them in the fire. And consume them by fire. Every tree that is bearing the fruit of sickness. Every tree in your life bearing the fruit of sickness. Tell it to God tonight. Father, cut it down in the name of Jesus. Cut it down in the name of Jesus. Cut it down in the name of Jesus. Every tree... That is bearing bad fruits. Every tree bearing the fruit of sickness. Father, cut it down in the name of Jesus. Cut it down and put it into the fire in the name of Jesus. King of glory, I pray, cut it down. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Luke chapter 3, verse 9 says, And now also... The axe is laid on the root of the tree. Every tree, therefore, which bringeth forth not good fruit, is hewed down and cast into fire. So this is the word of God. Every tree that is bearing disappointment in your life must be cut down tonight and must be cast into fire. Begin to talk to God in the name of Jesus. Every tree 
that is bearing the fruit of disgrace in my life. Father, cut it down and cast them into the fire in the name of Jesus. Every tree bearing the fruit of disgrace, Father, cut them down, throw them into the fire in the name of Jesus. Cut them down, O Lord. Every tree that is bearing the fruit of discomfort, Father, cut them down. Every tree that is bearing the fruit of barrenness, every tree that is bearing the fruit of barrenness in my life, Father, cut them down in the name of Jesus and cast them into fire in the name of Jesus. Every tree bearing the fruit of failure, Father, cast them down in the name of Jesus. Father, cast them down in the name of Jesus. Cut them down and throw them into the fire. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 You will talk to God. Father, anoint me this year. Let the anointing of profitable creativity. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Someone once defined poverty and said, Poverty is not lack of money but lack of creativity that brings money. Lack of creativity that brings wealth. You will say, Father, anoint me this year. Give me the anointing that brings productive creativity in the name of Jesus. Begin to talk to God. I pray, O Lord, that I might prosper, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. The anointing that brings creativity that bring profitable creativity follow me this year in the name of Jesus the anointing that brings profitable creativity follow me this year in the name of Jesus in Jesus name we have prayed amen then you will pray this prayer my body hear the word of the Lord reject infirmity this year I shall not be sick my household shall not be sick. My family, none of us shall be sick this year. In the name of Jesus. Therefore, my body, reject infirmity. Hear the word of the Lord and reject infirmity. In the name of Jesus, reject infirmity. My body, reject infirmity this year. My children, reject infirmity this year. My wife, reject infirmity this year. In the name of Jesus. Lastly, you are going to pray and say, Father, let the wicked, let the wickedness of the wicked expire this year. In the name of Jesus, begin to talk to God. The wickedness of the wicked, Father, let them expire. Let them expire. In the name of Jesus, let the wickedness of the wicked, let them expire this year. In the name of Jesus, King of glory, I pray. Let Thank the you. wickedness of the wicked Thank you, let Daddy. them expire this year. Yes. In the name of Jesus, Amen. King of glory, Amen. I pray, let the wickedness of the wicked let them, let them expire this year. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you, King of glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Almighty God, we thank you. Ancient of this, we give you praise. 
Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Begin to thank God tonight because your prayer has been answered. Begin to appreciate him. Give him praise and give him honor. Your prayer has been answered. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Can I ask the choir to come forward? While the choir is coming forward, uh, just for parents, this toilet on the right side is opened. So you don't need to send your children over to the, the other toilet. And another request, if you find that your children want to go to the toilet, I request you just accompany them. It's always to be on the safer side. If your children want to go to the toilet, please accompany them. Are we ready to worship the Lord? Only three people. Amen. Are we ready to worship the Lord? Amen. sing the song water you turned into wine and as we are singing the song we'll ask the Lord Lord turn me change me amen water you turn into wine open the eyes of the blind there's no one like you none like Into the darkness you shine Out of the ashes we ride There's no one like you None like you Our God is greater Our God is stronger God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power. Our God, our God, our God is greater. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power. Our God. And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand again? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against? What could stand against? Our God is greater, our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power, our God. Our God is greater, our God is stronger, God you are higher than any other, our God is healer, awesome in power, our God, our God. 
our God is stronger. And there is no one like our God. Amen. Hallelujah. Please be seated. Thank you, choir. Thank you, Jesus. I title for this night the exhortation that I'm about to give. I've titled as the transforming power of Christ. The transforming power of Christ. And when I've taken it from the book of John chapter 2. Let's open our Bibles to John chapter 2. Verses 1 to 3. John chapter 2, 1 to 3. Before we could start, I would have one request. Try not to sit alone. If you are sitting alone, find somebody to sit with. I want you to find a partner. It could be a wife or a brother. Sit beside somebody. Sit sit beside someone. You should have a companion with you. Everyone, brother? Jump in, please. Everyone. Sam, my mic is echoing, brother. There's an echo here. Okay, you've got a companion beside you? Praise God. Praise. The reason for that companion is so that you don't go to sleep. So I will hold the person beside you. If I find you sleeping, I will not hold you. I will hold your brother or your sister. Okay? I need somebody to come and join Pastor Lakin. He's alone. And we both are together. Okay. Pastor Lakin is going to make sure that I don't sleep also. (laughs) Are you there? John chapter 2 verses 1 to 3. The Bible says, And the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee. And the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto them, They have no wine. Is the slides not working, Brother Viveken? The screen is, Sister, praise the Lord. At this wedding, we see Jesus in three different roles in this wedding. We see him as the guest. We see Jesus as the son and we see him as the host. There are three areas that you see Christ in this wedding. We have reasons to believe that our Lord's earthly family was not a prosperous one. And it's likely that their friends were also not wealthy friends. He didn't have wealthy friends around him. Perhaps... The shortage of wine was meaning that was a low-budget marriage. When you look at Israel, the people and the land, if at any given time, if there was a shortage of food or wine, it means it was a very bad thing to the family. So they cannot come to a stage of having a shortage of these two things, very specially during a wedding. People would look down upon you very low. How is it that you hold a wedding and you even cannot supply the need, the basic need of either food or wine? 
the first recorded miracle Jesus performed was at this wedding. We know that the wine had run out, and at the request of Mary, his mother, he moved to turn this embarrassing situation. He told the servants to fill the six available empty pots with water. That was the first thing that he told the servants. And then we see that he turned this water into wine, but not ordinary wine, the very best of wine. Because somebody made a mention of it, so somebody would have known the taste of real good wine in that wedding, that they made this comment. So we see, this was not just an ordinary miracle. This miracle was with a message. This particular miracle was with a message. We see Jesus was the Messiah of Israel, but yet the Messiah was not even recognized by the people who were waiting for the Messiah. John chapter 1 verse 26, the Bible says in John 1 26, that John the Baptist said about Jesus, There standeth one among you, whom ye know not. And this is a sad case, even in today, today's society. He is among us, but we don't even recognize it. We don't even feel his presence. He was in their midst. He was in their wedding. They invited him, but they didn't recognize who they had invited. Christ is in our marriage. But we don't recognize him. He is the third person of our marriage. But we are not able to recognize. They could have known him. They should have known him. They ought to have known him. But they did not know him. It's the same case with us. And because they did not know him, they didn't understand the miracle that took place. And that's the reason in our lives, every day a miracle is taking place, but we do not recognize it. And that's the reason we find no testimonies being given. It's a very sad case. Last victory night, three people, three, born again church, spiritual church and yet don't have a testimony we are supposed to we have Christ we should know that we have Christ we ought to know that Christ is in our life but we, we don't even testify and yet we say we are a born again church yet we say we are a spiritual church and yet we call and we say many things but we are not able to testify about what he is doing in our lives. The gospel of John, unlike the other three gospels, seeks to share a very inner meaning, a spiritual significance of our Lord's work, that in each miracle there is a message. In each of the miracles, John does this very carefully, there is a message in the miracle of Jesus. Interesting, if you notice, Moses' first miracle was a plague. Have you noticed that? 
the first miracle that Moses did was a plague turning water into blood Exodus chapter 7 verse 19 which speaks the miracle of judgment but the first miracle of Jesus in a wedding was a miracle of grace my presence has now come into your family that my grace is sufficient for you Amen Several of the signs of John's gospel involves cooperation of man and God. We will look at it. The cooperation of man and God, John shows us. In John chapter 6, we see the the feeding of the 5,000, where we see man is involved in the miracle of God. John chapter 9, we see the healing of the blind man. Man is having a part in the miracle of what God is doing in John chapter 9. In John chapter 11, we see the raising of Lazarus, where man has a part in God performing a miracle. Whether we pass bread, washed away the mud, or rolled away the stone, we are always assisting God in a miracle. Whatever you do, you are there with him. In the miracle that God is working. Like today, we have come to join him in what he is doing up in heaven, interceding. That there will be miracles that are going to take place very soon in people's lives, very soon in the land. Amen. We are going to be involved in the mightiest work of what God is doing. We are involved. We thank God. That you have made a decision to be here because you want to be a part with what God is going to do. Let us look at three lessons from the first miracle. We are going to look at three lessons from the first miracle. And the first lesson that we see is the prophetic lesson. The first one, go back sister, you are going too forward. The first one is the prophetic lesson. I believe there is a prophetic message Dealing with the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ in this miracle. It looks forward to the marriage of the Lamb's Supper. Where he himself will be our heavenly bridegroom. And where we will be his bride. We are going to eat with him in the marriage lamb. Amen. We are going to be there. And that's what this earthly wedding is a form of glimpse of what he and we will partake on that day. Can I hear an amen? The second lesson, a practical lesson. First is the prophetic lesson. The second is a practical lesson. There is also a practical lesson that we should look at it. John chapter 2 verse 5. John chapter 2 verse 5, Jesus' mother wisely instructs the servant, whatever he says unto you, amen. Do it. Now let me ask you a question. Are we servants of the Most High God? Let me give you the same advice then. Whatever he has been speaking to you, do it. Ask God, God, give me grace that my ears will be attentive to your voice. That whatever you ask me to do, this year I will do it. Can I hear an amen? 
Amen. There are three reasons to serve God. I'm going to show you three reasons to serve God. The first one, serve the Lord for your good. Or in other words, serve the Lord for our good. Serve the Lord for my good. When the, when the ruler of the feast had tasted the new wine, he did not know where it came from. Verse 9. When the ruler of the feast tasted the wine, he never knew where it had come from. But somebody knew. It was the servants who knew. Obeying Jesus brings intimacy with him. You just heard brother talking about, about it. Obeying Jesus will bring intimacy with him. Those servants knew something that the big shot in the wedding did not know. The servants knew something that the bride and the groom even did not know was happening. So when you are a servant of God, you will know what's taking place around. But everyone, all the big shots, all the top generals also will not know what you and I will know in Jesus' name. And that will only come when we have an intimate relationship with the Lord Jesus. Not coming every Friday to church. Not just being there for every meeting. No, 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 no. But what you do in your closet is the intimacy that God is looking at. Amen? Deuteronomy chapter 10, quickly. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verses 12 to 13. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verses 12 to 13. And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God? One minute, brother. God is requiring what for, from you? Just mark it in your Bible. Number one, but to fear the Lord who? Your God. Your God. Not the God of this world. We fear the God of the world. We fear our bosses. We fear everyone else who can hurt this body. But the Bible commands us to fear the Lord your God. Next brother. Number to two. To walk in all his ways. Number two, after you fear God... Number two, you are supposed to walk in his ways. Number three. And to love him. And after you start walking in his ways, you begin to have a love relationship with your father. Next brother. To serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. And to keep the commandments of to the Lord. To serve the Lord with all your heart and with all your soul. And see what's the next one. And to? And to keep the commandments of the Lord. And to observe the commandments and decrees. That? And the commandments of the Lord and His statutes which I command you today for your good. That's your verse. See that? When you do all this, it is for whose good? for our good. That, that's what you need to underline this. Whatever you do is only for my good. Even obeying the Lord, God says, listen my child, when you obey me, it is for your good, not for my good. It's for your blessing, not to me, but unto you. Amen? It's amazing that what we can learn, if you are willing to be a true servant, God will reveal the secret things that even others will not even know. Amos chapter 3. Amos chapter 3 verse 7. Amos chapter 3 verse 7. Surely the sovereign Lord does, does 
Thank you, my brother. Surely the sovereign Lord does nothing. nothing. Underline that in your Bible if you have. He does nothing. What? Unless he reveals his Without revealing his plans to his servant the prophet. Look at that. You can claim that. God, I believe with all my heart. When I have an intimate relationship with you, you will do nothing without revealing it to me because I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Amen. What a blessing. This should be the desire of every intercessor of God. Every intercessor should have this desire. Father, I'm coming into your presence. Reveal what you're going to do in this land. That even the king will call and say, Send forth the bread of life. There is a man or there is a woman who has been revealed to me in a dream. Our cry should be, I want to obey you, Lord, because it is for my good. The moment I am ready to have that, I know you will reveal secret things to me. Many of us say, God revealed, but we talk about the past. Is he still revealing? That's the question. He should still be revealing every day. Don't dwell on the past. Where you are present is what matters. The second point, serve the Lord with gladness. Serve the Lord with gladness. The party was getting dull now because the refreshments were getting worn out. And when the servants began to obey the Lord, everyone was blessed. You see that? Brethren, when we obey God, we become a blessing to the people around us. Our obedience. You cannot obey God without your obedience spilling out into a blessing to the people around you. Let me say that again. You cannot obey God without your obedience spilling out into a blessing to the people around you. I want you to pray this. Lord, turn my obedience into a blessing to the people around me. Make that as a prayer right now. Pray that. Lord, turn my obedience into a blessing to everyone around me. Everyone around me. My obedience should become a blessing to anyone who's even close to me. Anyone in my company must be blessed. My company should be blessed because I am obeying you, Lord God. My obedience should be blessings to them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Our obedience, brothers, to God's word will always be blessed. And remember this. Our disobedience will bring sorrow and pain. In, in order to see obedience, Moses' obedience to God brought the nation out of Egypt into the promised land. One man's obedience by going back to a place where he never wanted to go back, where he knew he's going to be killed, but his obedience brought blessing to a nation. Another person, Esther, who had fear if she walks into the presence of the king, could be killed. 
But her obedience brought a blessing to her people. Amen? Our disobedience will also bring pain. Especially children. When you disobey your parents, you not only bring pain to yourself, you bring pain to the people around you and people who are associated with you and people who even do not know you. Let me give you an example. Jonah, his disobedience brought pain and agony to the people who he never knew. Am I right? That's what happened is disobedience so be very careful always make sure your disobedience should not bring death to other people Achan when he disobeyed God a single man and his family brought death to the nation that he belonged to people that we never knew maybe friends were there but there were other people we never knew so I want to encourage you and I want to warn you, our dis disobedience should not bring death to anyone around us in Jesus' name. Amen. Psalm 100 verse 2. Psalm 100 verse 2. Serve the Lord with gladness. gladness. And come before His presence with singing. I like the song. I was glad, very glad, when they said to me, let us go, let us go to God's house today. They'll be singing, they'll be shouting, there'll be victory in the house of the Lord. Let us all be free. I was glad, very glad when they said to me, let us go, let us go to God's house today. They'll be singing, they'll be shouting, there'll be victory in the house of the Lord. Let us all be free. Amen. Amen. When we come into God's house, we will be free in Jesus' name. Every bondage has to be set outside. It will never come inside. Let us quickly turn to Deuteronomy chapter 28. I want to show you another warning. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verses 47 and 48. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 47 and 48. Are you there? 28, 47. Because you did not serve the Lord your God joyfully and gladly. You see that? You are serving God, but because your service to God was having no joy, no gladness in the time of prosperity, therefore you shall serve your enemies whom the Lord will send against you in hunger, in thirst, in nakedness and in need of everything and he will put a yoke of iron on your neck until he has destroyed you you saw that we are coming to church this is a warning we are coming to church week after week but there is no joy when we come there is no gladness how many of us time after time again and again we keep saying come in time because there is no joy because when there is joy, you will run. Especially when you are in love. And when the woman tells you, can you come at this time? You will go one hour in advance just to wait. You will make sure you take the bus which is earlier. Because that bus might be late. 
just to meet this woman that you're going to marry. But when it comes to God's house, when the doors are opening, then only we get up at home. And I, it's sad to see, I hear parents say this, and I keep saying this over and over again, parents saying this, my child was sleeping, so I could not come in time. Very pathetic. We blame coming late to God's house over our child, because my child is sleeping, I came late. Let that not be our case in Jesus' name. Third, serve the Lord for His glory. Serve the Lord for His glory. Verse 7, verse 11 says, He thus revealed His glory. Brethren, when we begin to obey the Lord Jesus Christ in all areas of our life, Jesus is glorified by what we do. Amen? Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Quickly, Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. I will read the scripture. In the same way, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in? One more scripture. 1 Peter chapter 2. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 12. 1 Peter 2, verse 12. Live such good lives among pagans. See that? It doesn't say live lives. Live good lives among pagans. Though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds. And what they will do? Glorify God God on the day he visits. So our good works will automatically bring glory to God and God alone. Whether at your work, whether at at your home, whether in your friend cycle, whether wherever you are, our good works will always bring glory to God and to God alone. Amen? The fourth point, the personal re- lesson, the personal lesson, the fourth one. I believe the Bible gives us a picture of the Lord Jesus transforming, saving grace. And just as he turned this water into wine, the Lord can transform our lives when we get in touch with him. Amen. I want you to notice the symbolism here. There were six water pots that were empty. Verse 6. We're looking at verse 6. There were six water pots. Now, six is the number of man. Six is the number of man. Stone could be more apparently translated as clay. During those days, they used clay pots. Okay? These clay pots symbolizes man made from dust of the earth. Those clay pots. Now, those clay pots were in the midst of this wedding ceremony. And let us look at the condition of those clay pots. Number one, they were dry. These pots that were there in this wedding hall were dry. They were hard. They were brittle. And most of all, these pots were empty. Look at it. They were in the, in the midst of a wedding where everyone dressed up beautifully and there was joy, but there were empty clay pots in that midst. That's the state of us and many of us in the church. Hard, empty, brittle. Empty, totally empty in the house of God. Ceremony is taking place. Rejoicing is taking place. His presence is here. Yet we are hard. 
and empty. We need a touch. We need a touch. Do you know the song, He Touched Me? Can we sing it? He touched me. Jesus touched me. And all the joy that floods my soul. Something happened. And now I know He touched me and made me whole. I want you to just lift up one hand and say, Lord, He touched me. Yes, Jesus touched me. And all the joy that floods my soul Something happened And now I know He touched me And made me I want you to turn that into a prayer and say, God, touch me today. I don't want to be an empty pot. I don't want to be a dry pot. I don't want to be a brittle pot. Touch me, Lord, and make me whole. And when we get a touch from the Lord, there will be a transforming power. In Jesus' name we pray. Jesus Touch these pots. From emptiness, they became full. Amen. Jesus can transform our lives the same way today. Amen. The same way He can transform our families. The same way He can transform our ministries. The same way He can transform our present and even our future. In Jesus' name. God is in the miracle working business. Amen? Amen. Amen? Amen? We have seen this and now we are going to take time to pray. We have sat enough. Is it okay if we could rise up? And we will go to the Lord on the song, On bended knees I come. With a humble heart I come. Bowing down before your holy throne. I want you to make this prayer. Say, Lord, I'm going to come into your presence. I'm going to bow before you. On bended knee I come. With a humble heart I come. Bowing down before your holy throne. Lifting hope. Hands to you. Let us lift our hands as I pledge my love anew. I worship you in spirit. I worship you in truth. Make my life a holy prayer. 
unto you. On bended knee we come with a humble heart. We come. Father, we come before you today, Lord. Bowing down. We bow before your throne of grace. Before your holy throne. We have no one else to go, Lord God, but in your presence. Lifting, lifting holy hands to you. Father, we lift our hands before you. As we pledge our love. Lord, we make a pledge today, Daddy. We worship you. We want to worship in you. In spirit. Only in spirit. We worship you. We want to worship in you. Truth. In truth alone. Make our lives. Make a our holy lives. Praise unto you. Amen. Make our lives. A holy praise unto Take that last line and make it into a prayer and say, Lord, make my life a holy praise unto you. My life, my life alone to be a holy praise unto you. That everything that when I talk, when I sing, when I when I whatever I do, my life will be a holy praise. Lord, I want my life to be a sweet aroma, a sweet aroma in your sight, Daddy. Now, not only for my life, I want you to pray for your children, for your wife, for your husband, and say, Lord, not only me, but also my wife, my husband, my children, my father, my mother. We want our lives to be a holy praise unto you, Daddy, a holy praise unto you. Father, we pray this in Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Let us pray that we will ask the Holy Spirit to prepare us for the marriage supper of the Lamb. We are getting ready. We are getting ready. And let us say, Lord, prepare me for that marriage supper, Lord God. Give me grace that I will not be disappointed on that day. Give me grace that I will not be disappointed. I will not be left behind. Let us pray. Father, not only me, but everyone that calls upon your name will not be disappointed. Everyone who believes in you will not be disappointed. On that day, when you visit us, when you call us, Father, we do not want to be disappointed, Lord God. Prepare us, Master. You came for that first marriage in Cana. Father, you're preparing us for the second marriage. We pray that we will not be disappointed. We will not be left behind. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. John 2, 5. Whatsoever he says unto you, do it. Let us pray that whatever the Lord has been speaking to us for the last one month, that we will be faithful to do it. Let us pray. Whether big or small, God has called you to do something. God has called you to a different dimension, a different level. Say, Lord, I want to do it. I want to do it, Father, because your word says, do it. Give me grace that I will do it, Lord God. What is it that God has been talking to you in 2015? From January 1st, he has been talking to each and every one of us. 
Let us say, Lord, I want to do it. I want to do it. Not just me, my husband, my wife and my children. We want to do it, Father. We want to do it. Pray that you will have faithfulness in doing it. Father, give me faithfulness in doing it, Lord God. Faithfulness in my ministry, Lord God. You have called me to do it. I will do it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. At the wedding, the servants obeyed Jesus. Let us pray and ask God to give all members of Bread of Life a servant's heart. That we will all be obedient to His call. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, not only me, but everyone who steps into this church, everyone that I know from my family members, give us an obedient heart, Daddy. Give us an obedient Let us pray, my brothers. What you pray for somebody else will become your portion in Jesus' name. Father, we say thank you, Daddy. Give us a servant's heart, Lord God. Each and every one of us, that our obedience will bring intimacy, Lord God. We say thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Father, for hearing our prayers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Only the servants knew what was happening at the wedding. Not the host, not the bride, and not the groom. Let us pray that we will desire to have an intimate relationship with God. So that we will be a part of God's plan in this land. Let us pray. Father, give me grace to have an intimate relationship with you. So that I will be a part of what you are doing in this land. I will be a part of what you are doing in this land. Pray and say, Lord, give grace that we will not be blind to the circumstances around us. Open our spiritual eyes, Lord God. Open every spiritual eyes, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Just as Jesus used the clay pots that were empty at the marriage feast, let us pray that God will fill us with a transforming power. He will fill each and every one with a transforming power from nothing to abundance, from emptiness to fullness and overflowing. Let us pray. Father, we pray every area where we are empty, every area where there is dryness, Father, we need a touch. Not only me and my household, but everyone in bread of life. Everyone in bread of life. We want a touch, Lord God. We want a touch, Father. This is our heart's cry, Lord God. Father, we pray that you will do this for us, Lord God. This is our heart's cry. In Jesus' name we pray. Let us open our Bibles to Romans chapter 14. Romans chapter 14. Verse 17 and 18. Romans 14, 17 and 18 says, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Because anyone who serves Christ in this way is pleasing to God and approved by men. Our culture is so focused upon eating and drinking, what they eat, what they drink, what they wear. And these are small things. Let us not be carried away in the same manner. Let us ask God for grace that nothing of the world will contaminate us. Let us pray. I want you to pray for yourself and pray for the one on your right and your left and say, God, give grace that nothing will contaminate my brother. 
nothing will contaminate my sister nothing will contaminate my children nothing will contaminate my husband my wife nothing will contaminate me lord god nothing nothing i want you to get hold of the person on your right and left and say lord this brother and me give grace that we will not be contaminated by anything of the world that our hearts will not be gripped of the things of the world give us grace to realize all these things will pass away lord god now pray for the idols that are been erected in people's lives if there's anything that has been erected in a, in your brother's life in your life pray lord i ask you to break every idol break every idol that the enemy has erected in our lives in my family father we break every idol that has been erected in our family lord god everything that is distracting me from your calling everything that is distracting me from your calling father we pray if we are not able to spend time with your word if we are not able to spend time in prayer father we break idleness lord god in jesus name father this is our heart cry lord god not just for me but for everyone in our church lord god father give grace lord god that nothing will contaminate this nothing of idleness will take us lord god in jesus name we pray amen let us sing the song lord i will bow to you to no other god but to you alone to you alone and as we are singing this song let us make this as a prayer let us make this prayer lord i will bow to you to no other god but to you alone lord i will bow to you to no other god but to you alone as we are singing it make it as a prayer lord i will worship you Nothing, nothing hands have me but you alone i will lay down my idols thrones i have made all that i stake in my heart I will bow to you to no other god but, but to you alone one more time for the last time lord, lord I, i will bow to you to no other god but, but to you alone i will lay down I will lay down my idols thrones I have made all that has taken my heart Lord I will bow to you to no other god but to you want you to look deeply into your hearts the enemy has erected many idols 
There are many things other than God in our lives and say, Lord, break down every idol. If even your child is taking your time, if your child is taking all your time, say, Lord, give grace. Give me grace that my first love will come back to you. If your job, if your job is taking all your time, if you spend all your time at your work and you have no time for God, Father, I ask you to break the idol of my jobs. Because it is you who gave me that job. It is you who gave me that promotion. It is you who has put me in that high place. Father, let it not become an idol in my life. Break it down. Break it down. Cast it out. Break it into powder that it cannot be erected again. It should not become an idol again. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. I'll give you a few minutes to sit down. Thank you. God bless you. Can I call the ushers quickly? Just take, a, take your seats for a few minutes. We are going to change our prayer now. And we are going to pray for nations. Can I have two ushers please? Quickly. If you have the desire to pray for a nation, one country will be given out to you. Every sheet is having one country. I want you to take a sheet of paper and I would request if you are 15 and above, it's time for you to pray. Okay? If you are 15 and above, take one sheet. Quickly. You are going to pray for nations today. I've taken this, uh, this information from Operation World. If you have time, go to the site. I was able to download this from the site. It's called Operation World. You can write it down. It's an it's, it's a organization that prays only for nations in a very statistic way. And you have a, have a desire that you need a nation to be saved. Each of you got a paper? The points of importance that I want you to look at, the paper, that the sheet that you have. You'll find the name of the nation that you're having. The name of the nation is there. The geographical location is there. Where this nation is situated. You have the population. The capital of that nation is also there. Some of you have other major cities. For some forms, I was not able to get page 3 and 4. You'll have the type of people in that nation. What type of people are in that nation? That is also the information you have in the paper. You have what are the languages that are spoken in that nation. The economic of the country. The politics. The religion of the country. And the challenges for prayer. This is what you have in your hand. I've taken about, I think, 70 nations... From A up to J. God willing, if I'm still here, we will continue the next nations for the next vigil night. But from A to J, I've taken about 65 to 70 nations. So we are going to pray for these, the nation that you have with you. At the point of contact, you are going to pray for three nations with that paper. Number one, the nation that you have with you will be your first 
The second will be, we will pray for Oman. As much as we are praying for the nation that you have, you will pray for Oman. And the third nation that you will pray for is the nation from where you come from. So we have three nations as a point of contact. You are praying for the nation that you have, Oman, and for the nation from where you came. So we are going to pray for three nations on each point. Amen? Can we rise on our feet, please? If you're tired, it's okay. You can sit for a while, but I would request you, if you feel very tired, just even walk about. There's nobody's going to condemn you. I want you to lay your hands on the nation and going to claim that nation for Jesus. First thing, take, your, take that paper, place your hand on that sheet, the nation that you have. You're going to pray for these three nations and you say, Lord, I claim these three nations. Whichever nation you have, whichever nation you have, claim this nation for Jesus. Pray it loud. Don't keep silent because you have come here to make a difference. Pray it loud and say, Lord, if I have the nation of Oman, I claim Oman for Jesus. Simple prayer. I claim Oman for Jesus. If you are from Nigeria, Father, I claim Nigeria for Jesus. I claim Kenya for Jesus. I claim India for Jesus. I claim Bangladesh for Jesus. I claim Pakistan for Jesus. I claim Sri Lanka for Jesus, Lord God. Father, I claim every land, Lord God. Whoever is representing in this place, Lord God. I claim this land for Jesus, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. We are going to pray against every spiritual darkness over this land. Whatever spiritual darkness that you know of, claim it and say, Lord, I destroy the spiritual darknesses in Jesus' name over this land. Let us pray. Father, every spiritual darkness, idolatry, Father, I pray witchcraft, whatever be the spiritual darkness over this land, Lord God, we rebuke, we bind and we cast it out. Pray against idolatry. Pray against witchcraft. Pray against black magic. Pray against voodoo in these nations. Pray and say, Lord, every witchcraft, every form of spiritual powers of darkness, I bind and I cast it out of this land. You have given me a nation. This is my nation, Lord. I have this nation, Father. This is your nation, my brothers and sisters. God has given you a nation today. Claim that nation for Jesus. God has given you an entire nation today. This is your birthright. This is the nation you can say, Lord, when you come again, give me grace to, Lord, rule over this nation. This is your birthright, that you can rule over this nation one day, when you return with Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Let us pray against every corrupt official in this land. It's the people in high places that are destroying nations. Let us pray against every form of corruption in this land. Let us pray in Jesus' name. Father, every form of corruption in high places, in high places, in low places, in government officials, Lord God. Father, we come against it. We come against it, Lord God. Father, we ask you, Daddy, that every corrupt official, 
will have a touch from you, Daddy. Lord, he will have a touch from you, Father. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you will set these officials free. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Every nation that you have, there is some type of false religion there. We are going to pray against false religion in these lands. You know the nation that you have. That's your nation. That will be your place where it will be your inheritance when you come back the second time. You can say, Lord, I destroy every false religion in this nation that you have given to me. Claim Oman and say, Lord, I pray every false religion that is not of you, that has erected itself, every religion that has erected itself above your throne, Father, we destroy it in Jesus' name. We destroy it in Jesus' name, Lord God. We come against every false religion, Daddy. Father, we ask you, Lord, that you bring down every strong towers, Lord God, that has been erected in this land. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. Father, we pray and ask you, every false religion that has erected itself, trying to erect itself above you, we nullify, we cancel, and we destroy. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Let us open our Bibles to Psalm 82. Psalm 82. Verses 3 and 4. Psalm 82. Verses 3 and 4. The Bible says in 82, 3 and 4. Defend the cause of the weak and fatherless. Maintain the right of the poor and oppressed. Rescue the weak and needy. Deliver them from the hands of the wicked. We are going to pray and ask God, let there be an overflowing provision to anyone who calls out to Jesus from this land. Amen. Anyone who calls out to Jesus, anyone in need, your child, Lord, let your power overflow into their lives. Let us pray in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for a provision, Lord God, for every needy child in the land. Claim that land, the land that you have. This is your land of inheritance. You can ask for a city. You can ask for a nation. God says, you ask me for a nation and I will give it to you. This is your nation. This is the nation that you are going to inherit and say, Lord, over this nation, Lord God, over my nation, Lord God, Father, every fatherless child, every weak child, every poor child, everyone who is oppressed by the enemy, Father, we pray, rescue them, Lord God, through your mighty hand. Rescue them, Lord. Deliver them from the hands of the wicked. Deliver them from the hands of the wicked, Lord God. Father, we pray. This is my land, Lord God. You have given me this land. I pray that you will deliver the people of this land. Those who are called by your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Pray that God will comfort, heal and provide for his children in these troubled nations. That God will heal and provide for these people in these nations. There are many people in need in these nations. Say, Lord, send forth your ravens into this land that you will provide for them. There are many who are crying out and nobody is able to reach out. Father, today we send forth your word. 
Let your word go into this land. Let it go into Africa. Let it go into Nigeria. Let it go into Kenya. Let it go into America. Let it go into Switzerland. Let it go to Pakistan. Let it go into Afghanistan. Let it go into Oman. Let it go into every nation, Lord. Father, send forth. Send forth. Send forth, Lord God, provisions for them, Daddy. Send forth, Lord God. Heal the ones who are hurt. Heal the ones who are broken, Lord God. This is our heart's cry. In Jesus' name we pray. Psalm 9, verse 20. Psalm 9, verse 20. I want you, if you have the Spirit to speak in another language, pray, because we are going to go into a different level. Psalm 90, verse 20 says, Judge the nation in your sight, Father, and put them to fear. Judge these nations and put them to fear. They should have the fear of God. Many of these nations do not have the fear of God. They think that God is nowhere. God cannot do anything. Say, Lord, put your fear into these nations. Let us pray. Judge them. Judge them and put your fear into these nations. That these nations will not hurt your children. These nations will think ten times before they can hurt a child of God. They will think hundred times before they can touch your anointed ones. That your anointed ones will not be touched. Your anointed ones will not be touched, Father. Father, we pray you put fear into them, Lord God. Pray that all these nations will have fear of the living God. They will have fear of the living God. Let the fear of God fall upon them. Pray that. Lord, we pray that the fear of you will fall upon them. Let them realize that they are only men. Let them realize that they are only men. They are only mortal. They have no power over God alone. Father, we pray, let your holy fear fall upon them, Lord God. This is our heart's cry, Dali. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. John chapter 15, verse 26. John chapter 15, verse 26. The Bible says, Send forth your spirit of truth to bear witness of you. Send forth your spirit of truth to bear witness of you. We are going to pray, Lord, let truth bear witness of you. Amen. And truth in one way can bear witness is when children of God live truthful lives. Let us pray. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Send forth your spirit of truth to bear witness. Claim it over the land that you have. Claim it over the country that you have. You have this country over the states. You can see the states in the country that you have. And say, Lord, these are the states in this country. I claim, Lord God, your spirit of truth over this land, Daddy. Let it flow over the states, Lord God. Let it flow over the people, Lord God. Let it flow over the provinces. Let it flow over the villages. Let it flow over the cities. Let it flow over the towns, Lord God. Father, let truth penetrate into these lands. Let truth penetrate into these lands. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 14 verse 6. Ezekiel chapter 14 verse 6. The Bible says in Ezekiel 14 verse 6. Cause them to repent and to turn from their idols. We are going to pray. Lord, cause these people to repent. Have grace that they will repent and turn from their idols. Amen. Let us pray. Claim that land. Claim that land and say, Lord, cause these children, 
who are living in idolatry and they do not know. Let repentance be their portion, Father. You have given it to us. You have given it to all of us. We pray. We pray. We pray. We pray, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. Let these nations turn from idleness, Lord God. And let them repent, Master. Let them repent, Daddy. This is our heart's cry, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. In the book of Agai chapter 2. The book of Agai chapter 2. Verse 7. Agai chapter 2. Verse 7. The Bible says, Shake the nations, so they will come to the decision of you can Jesus, yes, amen. Shake these nations. Let there be a shaking of your anointing upon this nation. Claim your nation and say, Lord, this nation that you have given unto me, shake this nation that they will have the desire of Jesus. Only Jesus, only Jesus alone that they will have the desire, Lord God. This is our heart's cry, Father. Shake these nations, Lord God. Let there be, Lord God, a shaking of your mighty presence. Lord, we pray. Let there be a shaking of your mighty presence, Lord God. Pray that the multitudes will come to a valley of decision. The multitudes will come to a valley of decision. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Joel chapter 3, verse 14. Bring the multitude into a valley of decisions, Lord God. Every multitude in my nation that you have given to me, let them come to a valley of decisions. Father, that they will come to only know the name. Only the name of Jesus. No other name but the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let us sing this song. No other name but the name of Jesus. They will come to know only that name. Only that name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. No, no other name but, but the name, name of, of Jesus. Jesus. Make that as your prayer and your heart cry. No other name but, but the name of the Lord. Of the Lord. No But the name of Jesus is worthy of glory and worthy of honor and worthy of power and all praise. No other names, no other names. But the name of, of Jesus. Jesus, no other name, but the name of the Lord, no other name, but the name of Jesus is worth of glory and worthy of honor and worthy of power and all praise. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 49. Jeremiah chapter 49 verse 14. 
we are going to pray lord send your ambassadors into these nations send your ambassadors into this nation let us pray and say lord the nation that you have say lord send your ambassadors into this nations lord god let your ambassadors go forth with the demonstrating power with a demonstrating power and now pray lord open doors for your word open doors for your word that these ambassadors will speak mysteries of christ they will speak mysteries of christ father every ambassador that you send forth into this nation father we pray that they will speak mysteries of christ daddy this is our heart cry lord god send forth your ambassadors in jesus name we pray we are going to pray very specially for all god's children who were persecuted in these lands let us pray that every saul who is persecuting will become a paul in the nation that you have amen let us take this as a prayer and say lord we lift up your children who are being persecuted there are many being burnt many are killed many are stoned many are executed blood is being shed there's death upon these places father we pray every soul in this land every soul lord god we claim that there will rise a paul master instead of a soul father send forth a paul master into this land this is our arch cry lord god this is our arch cry master father we pray your ambassadors lord god let us pray for every missionary every missionary in this land fathers protect your missionaries lord god protect your children in this land master pray for the food that they eat the water that they drink father the places where they stay protect your ambassadors and your missionaries in this land daddy this is our arch cry lord god this is our arch cry master set them free and protect them from all the wiles of the enemy in jesus name we pray in jesus name we pray i want you to take hold of the person's hand next to you and i want you to pray for that person's personal needs there are many of us who have personal needs for some reason it is not voiced out and as you pray for that person's personal needs say lord this person is crying out to you this person has a need lord god that he or she has not voiced it out today we lift up that need into your throne room of grace whatever be the need if the doctors have said something if people your bosses have said something father we pray that you will turn it around you will turn it around when there is no hope you will bring hope in a dead situation where there is dryness you will bring life father we pray lord we pray in the name of jesus for every personal cry from your child there are many needs father as a church we have needs lord god father we pray for spiritual needs that we will come to know jesus lord we want to know christ we want to know the resurrection power of christ we want to know the demonstration of your power lord god father we want jesus to be revealed in our lives lord god father we want jesus to be revealed in our lives we want holiness lord god as a portion father father this is our hearts cry daddy this is our hearts cry lord god in jesus name we pray
In Jesus' name we pray. We are going to pray for this morning's service. We are going to lift up the Friday school children. We are going to lift up the teachers. We are going to lift up the ushers. We are going to lift up choir. We are going to lift up the newcomers, the coordinator and the man of God. And let us pray and say, Lord, today, today, visit us. Today, visit us, Lord God. Today, Master, you will visit us in a special way. Father, through the man of God who is going to share your word. Father, as he is waiting upon you, fill him with your word, Lord God. Fill him with the demonstrating power of your spirit, Master. Father, when he comes and stands here, anoint him, anoint his tongue, anoint the words that goes forth from him, Lord God. Father, we pray, visit us, let there be signs and wonders, Lord God, today. Father, in the name of Jesus, let there be signs and wonders, Lord God. Father, we pray, reveal, let Jesus be revealed, Lord God. Father, we pray, Master, for the children, Lord God, as they go to Friday school. Father, we pray that you will teach them your word, Daddy. We pray for every teacher, when the teachers teach them, Lord God. Father, we pray that you will build the teachers up also, Lord God, as they wait upon you, as they build the children up, Lord God. Father, we pray for the ushers, Lord God. Every hand that they shake, Father, let your anointing flow. We pray, Master, for the choir as they minister in worshipping you, Lord God. May your glory descend upon this place, Lord God. We pray for the coordinator, Lord God, that you will visit him. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. We'll sing the song, Send Your Power, Your Holy Ghost Power. And as we sing the song, we'll say, Lord, send your power today. We need your Holy Ghost power. <clears throat> send your power, Holy Ghost power. Send your power today, Holy Ghost power. Send your power, Holy Ghost power. Send your power again, Holy Ghost power. Send your power, Holy Ghost power. Send your power again, Holy Ghost power. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this hour. Thank you for the opportunity to pray. Thank you because we know it's a day that seek me shall find me. Thank you because we know in that we have prayed, you have answered our prayers. Thank you for preparing us for the service later today. Thank you for what you are set to do in the midst of your people. Thank you for everyone that attended tonight's meeting. Because we know you have met us at the point of our needs. Lord, we thank you. Take all the glory in Jesus' name. Thank you for your son that you used. 
We pray that Lord and your son also that you use. We pray you will refresh them in the name of Jesus. As we go, let your presence go with us. When we return back later today, it shall be with testimonies. It shall be with testimonies in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For every nation we have prayed for, we declare those nations blessed in the name of Jesus. I declare every home represented here blessed in the name of Jesus. Whatever is the issue in every home, I decree the issues are turned to testimonies in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The mark of demarcation for glory is upon everyone that is in here right now in the name of Jesus. When people see us, they will know indeed we have tabernacle with him. We have tabernacle with Jesus. And those that say, church, in every area of our life, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. As we go, let your presence go with us. Bring us back, save back later today in the name of Jesus. We return all the glory unto you. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The grace together and fellowship, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Holiness. And peace, you are blessed in Jesus' name.